Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? It's metal, it's rock and roll, it's dangerous. Nobody threatens Sam, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. I am the danger. Mess with a bull, young man, you'll get the horns. Welcome to the Lion's Pit. I'm your host, Andrew, and today I'm joined with my very first pop electronic artist, Mauve, uh, from Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you having me. Uh, awesome. Uh, so I got the privilege to dive into your music and I'm, I'm not, I'm not a pop guy. I'm a heavy Mm -hmm. metal guy (laughs) and I'm a big heavy metal guy. And when I actually really sunk into your music, I, I gotta be honest, blown away, absolutely blown away. Uh, I actually, because of your music, will start to listen to more because it was, it was no awesome. way. Yeah. That is uh, <laughs> so nice to hear. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. It, it's, it definitely like my wife and I, we, we, we listened to it, uh, actually on our, on our drive to, uh, Niagara Falls for our, our 10 year anniversary. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it's just, it's so, it's so catchy. And, but at the same time, you have, you have a lot of different, it doesn't always sound the same. And that's, I think that's one of the nice things that I mm-hmm. like about it. Uh, it. It's definitely like when you go from brand new and then, which is kind of like a, I, I have to say it, I think you've got like a, it's almost like you're a, a modern day Paula Abdul. I don't know if you've heard that before, but cool. uh, <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's definitely a great music. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, brand new and, and I mean, all, all your, all your singles are just absolutely fantastic. Thank so, you. Uh, <laughs> with with that being said, you have so I I I got a chance to listen or watch your uh, your three uh, music videos that you have brand new. Um, uh, must be close, close and yeah. must be yeah. And there's there's different vibe like must be has more of like a cartoon kind mm-hmm. of vibe to it and then you go to wow i can't remember close which is it, yeah it, which is like uh more of like a uh intense kind of older older style like older mm-hmm. modern style to it uh what are your th- like what are your thoughts on when you're making the music videos and how you're making them uh different like that Yeah, well, first, I want to say thank you so much for the really kind feedback and for branching out of your usual genre, because I know you're so used to hearing a certain style, it can be hard to like warm up to other (laughs) genres. So that's really cool hearing 
you know, how well you enjoyed my song. So really appreciate that. And for my music videos, I really go with like the vibe of the songs. Like even before I finish recording a song, I, I really have kind of a visual in my head. Like, oh, how do I want it to be designed? What do I want the artwork to look like? What kind of emotions am I going to show in the music video? So it's kind of like a holistic approach that I take because I really like getting involved in the visual aspects as well. For a music video, I'm really into like visual arts in that sense and in planning all that out. So yeah, I do like to have like a distinct kind of style with each song and have a little like cool uh, like atmosphere for each music video. Yeah, and uh, the other one with all the lights, I and I just said the name of the song too. Brand new. Uh, brand new. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that one's got more of like a, uh, you know, the club, the club vibe to it, which is mm -hmm. uh, definitely, definitely, definitely interesting to see all those different uh, mixes. And I also got, I also checked out your. Uh, the performance that you did in Toronto there uh, with um, the Amy Winehouse cover, which I thought was, was awesome. Uh, oh, thank you. And I, I think it's, I think it's cool that you have like all these different uh, and I also noticed that you are uh, a piano, you, you play piano and you also play, uh, play guitar. Mm -hmm. So, with with doing all of that, uh, what what would be your favorite part of being a musician? Would you rather just sing, or do you do you like to have the, uh, you know, doing like doing the other stuff with your hands? Mm hmm. Yeah, there's so much involved in it that I love, um, but I guess the main thing is just being able to connect with an audience and just sing in front of them and if it's like especially with writing my own songs and being able to share those lyrics and my own story that's kind of like the thing I enjoy the most is just being able to connect with people on that level and to understand you know what I went through and have that relate to their own lives so I guess definitely just being able to share that story uh, like through singing is kind of the thing that I'm the most passionate about. Awesome. And mm -hmm. I also noticed that you have, you have a band when you're playing. Mm -hmm. uh, do you feel more at home if you're doing, if you have the band behind you or are you more comfortable just doing a solo thing? If I could like always have a band perform with me, that would be the greatest and, you know, especially now, since I'm doing a lot of virtual performances, I don't have them with me. So you really do miss uh, having them up on stage with you in a live setting, just because like, they bring such a great dynamic and you feel the energy on stage instead of it just being me by myself. Um, and they each kind of put like their own flavors on certain songs. So yeah, especially like, perform my original songs that like are electronic in digital so you know having to do that with real live instruments and seeing what they kind of come up with and their spin on it is really awesome <laughs> awesome mm -hmm. uh 
So you have a new single that is going to be coming out uh, called Out of Nowhere. Yes. Uh, I can't wait because I love your music. I've fallen in <laughs> love with your music. It's awesome stuff. Thanks. Uh, so, and that drops August 28th? Uh, yes. So not this Friday, but next Friday. Awesome. Whenever this airs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will definitely have it... Uh, Put up before then uh mm-hmm. so with the covid uh because i mean everybody's talked about it everybody's talking about it it's still especially in the music industry because mm-hmm. we have uh such a uh a big uh hurdle with live with the live side uh definitely being being down what are your thoughts on it and do you feel do you feel nervous at all going uh going further with you know do you think that the live the live side is gonna uh bounce back from this or what are your thoughts Mm -hmm. yeah you know there are a lot of concerns thinking how long it's gonna be if it's gonna be even 2021 or Mm -hmm. even past that especially with touring like outside of the country so hopefully they are able to work away even if it's like getting people to physically distance outside like in a festival like of course it's not going to be the same very quickly but at least to gradually get there because you know that really is so missed it's just a whole different energy when everyone can come together for that so, you know, I do think they are going to be very slow in opening it. So it is kind of like the last things that are probably going to get back to normal, unfortunately, is like the music world and how much it's impacted. Right. Uh, and I, I think for you being a pop artist, I think it's it's easier. I mean, I don't want to say it's it's completely easy for, for a pop artist, but... Uh, your yours is a lot about the music and the production whereas mm-hmm. uh they're like especially bands their their thing is that live you know getting uh i mean but even financially it can be a bit of a burden for you because you don't have that live uh so what what have you mm-hmm. been doing uh uh financially to help with with your uh like have fans been helping you like uh with with anything like that or mm-hmm. yeah I can see how like being a solo pop artist is a lot more easier to work with than being in a, like a, a band where you have multiple people and you always have to be together and performing and doing gigging and such like that so uh for me Um, you know, focusing on growing my Spotify streams and streams on YouTube and everything like that to keep, uh, you know, a good income going. Those are kind of other routes that I have uh, in order to support that. So just keeping people updated with what I'm working on, making sure that engagement is still there so that, you know, they, they stay tuned in with the music that I'm releasing, even though I can't perform it live. So just, you know, keeping them up to date and getting them hyped for the next song that I that I have coming out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
<coughs> with with doing the live performances on that you've been doing on Instagram or uh, social media, mm-hmm. how how is it for you as an artist to do that as opposed to actually doing it live? I mean, I know there's I know there's missing the the fan the fan engagement where you know they're cheering for you after a song or whatever but Mm -hmm. what what are your uh takeaways and your comparisons between the two um yeah definitely just having people in the audience being able to sing along and to actually physically meet new people there and to grow fans that way you know they listen to you performing somewhere and then they find your music online uh, that's like a lot more rewarding because you can like look at them in the eyes and know like, oh, this is another person who digs my music. Um, but, you know, as a substitute, you do kind of have to uh, use your social media skills as much as possible to reach other people. And at least that way you're you're reaching people not just in the area where you're performing. You can reach people around the globe to find out about your music so there are pros and cons of like both scenarios right uh yeah so and with with the social media do you find it do you find any struggles with trying to uh get your get your music out there or do you find it's pretty uh it's pretty easy Um, it can be difficult because there is like so much competition, like other, you know, pop artists with, um, you know, the same kind of fan base as me. So you want to find a way to stand out and figure out what makes you unique and why people will, um, gravitate towards your music. So it's about kind of finding your, your personal niche in your own, your own tone, um, in your songs that people will be able to like distinct that it's it's you and you know yeah yeah (laughs) awesome uh so what would you consider to be one strength that uh helps you stay relevant in the music industry uh especially right now with with COVID-19 happening um just to keep using uh, my platform, I've been doing a lot of covers. So even if I'm not releasing something, giving something people to hear consistently, you know, on a weekly basis so that they can see my voice and learn about me as an artist. Um, so that's what I've been focusing on is just keep people up to date with what I've been up to um, and, uh, just keep creating songs. Like, you know, nothing's stopping me from recording new music. So I've been spending a lot of time, uh, recording more songs so that I'm just ready to roll them out once they're all done. So, uh, awesome. yeah, it's nice having, getting those prepared. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so you, so you've done the one EP, but you, so I, I noticed that your first your first couple of singles were in 2017. Mm-hmm. What? So, do you prefer to to do the singles, or uh, with, do you want to release a full a full length album? Yeah, that is um, 
something I want to build towards. Like I do want to prepare a second EP or an album to release sometime in 2021. Um, I did want to release one in 2020, but I feel like since I can't really perform like properly perform them at this time, you know, it's like maybe just release singles, build it up and then release, you know, a collection in 2021, you know, when you can really uh, take advantage of sharing it with people. So it it all just depends on the timing of things. And, you know, sometimes singles are good just to warm people up and, you know, to release new things as you're getting your other songs ready for a full EP release. Right. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's great that you've adapted to that. And a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of other people that I've interviewed do the same have done the same thing where they've yeah. adapted to it and okay, well, we can't drop, you know, if we drop an album, now we drop drop an album, we have to you want to do it properly, which mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and I and I think it's great that you're like, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to stick with doing the singles and do it that way as opposed to actually, uh, you know, going with your heart, mm-hmm. and, which, you know, that, that way you have all that, all that content. So I think that's fantastic. I think that's great that you, that you're able to adapt like that. Mm-hmm. So what was your vision when you first started, uh, as, as a musician mm-hmm. and, has it changed since? And do you have different goals uh, from from previous when you first started? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, once when I was, before I got into it, you don't really realize how much of a business savvy person you have to be. <laughs> yeah. Like originally you're like, oh, I love music so much. I just want to perform it. That's all I want to do. But you can make all the music you want, but you have to have people hear it somehow. So that's why you got to know how to promote yourself, get yourself out there. So that's definitely uh, been something that has changed how I view it and what I've had to learn on like the best approaches for things and, you know, how to build up that release. Um, And uh, what was the following thing after that and your and your goals have your goals changed Mm. uh like like what you like what would be one thing that you want to say that you've that you did at the end of your career Mm -hmm. well i guess like the ultimate dream would be to win a grammy award as i'm sure many musicians (laughs) aspire to that um (laughs) but yeah just being able to know that you've been able to touch some people's lives and you know, reach out to people on that level and have your music kind of in a more mainstream way uh, where people can hear it on the radio. Like that's still a big goal of mine is to keep growing into like mainstream radio stations. So, you know, still like keeping the eyes on the prize, but understanding like all of the steps that have to go in and all the special details you know, to build yourself up to that. So I just become more aware of everything that goes into it. Exactly. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, and you're, you're talking about the Grammys, uh, do you feel that 
rock music and like that that genre has kind of had a bit of a a back burner kind of thing for mm-hmm. for awards like that and and the Junos even yeah uh what are your what are your thoughts on that yeah i'm i'm a lover of like so many genres and like there's no limit to what good music is so it is a shame that uh, a lot of people have just gone to this very like generic form and like disregarding other forms of artistry um but at least with like social media i find like people are able to come across these really great musicians you know with just their guitar and that kind of gives them a a special platform for people to see them uh you know regardless of whether you're on the radio or not people can still find you and support you so it is good that you know people do have that chance you know even if they're in like a blues or jazz genre to show their stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and i i think that i mean like you said, you you aspire to one day win an award, but it it's not it's not a be all end all. And I think that's, yeah, it's a superficial thing, but <laughs> you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's it, it's just it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, you. But I mean, you have the voice, and it, it's uh, like even my wife had just said she's like, it, it's incredible like you have such a great voice uh it it, you really do it's like and the the Fleetwood Mac uh cover Mm. that you did uh with with your bandmate there Mm -hmm. I I was I was sitting and listening to it and I I actually I actually almost got into tears I don't know why it just took me to a place where mm-hmm. it was like it was yeah it was just like and just just a happy just a happy moment it was just it was weird mm-hmm. it was like but it was just really really nice really really well done that uh, means a lot thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome uh <laughs> so with your with your influences and stuff since we're talking about Fleetwood Mac and and stuff like that what what would be one album that influenced you to getting into the music business as mm-hmm. as moved the pop electronic artist? I would say I'm a big fan of 90s R&B and uh, like my favorite band of all time is TLC. So um, their their album from 1994 called Crazy Sexy Cool, that's the one with waterfalls on it. I just love like what they stood for and like their vocal harmonies and, you know, just how confident they were on stage. So that I give a lot of credit to and like kind of influencing who I am as an artist and as a performer and like what I want to write about. So I say TLC. Awesome. Uh, I love them. I you're you're aging me like I've been <laughs> aged here. Uh, so uh, I I know they went through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, with people that are that could be listening that don't know, uh, TLC went through a real 
real tough time with with a contract uh yeah and and record labels and stuff so um do you worry about that kind of stuff going into uh you know do, doing what you're doing uh and i i i don't think i i tried to find out but so you're independent mm-hmm. right yeah. so is like with that do you want to stay independent and or do you plan on wanting to get into uh, a record label yeah there are trade-offs between the two because if you're with, if you're with a record label they can really like dictate your image and what songs you're going to release and who you're going to work with so you may lose that sense of control into your work but at the same time good backing of <laughs> of uh getting music out there um but thankfully nowadays there are a lot of tools for indie musicians to uh have their music heard and not just need a record label to gain a fan base so yeah it is you know becoming a better environment if you're an independent musician so it is nice that there's more power in your hands that way awesome so you you would mm-hmm. you would prefer to stay to stay independent then? I guess it there's a <laughs> lot of things you'd have to assess. So I'm kind of undecisive about that at the moment. Right, and and I think it also depends on on the label as well. I mean, mm-hmm. if if they're if they're willing to offer you something that uh, keeps you with your create creativity. Wow. And you're, you know, being able to stay true to who you are, then I mean, hey, why not, right? Yeah, it all depends, really, <laughs> what the deal is. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one dream country that you would love to say that you played at the end of your career? Country. Hmm. <laughs> There's so many, like, Italy would be really cool because that's where my family's from, so that'd be really cool to, you know, kind of bring it back there and have support from them, so let's go with Italy. Awesome, (laughs) Italy, cool. Uh, I usually, I was asking uh, a dream venue, and then I started to... uh, think a little further outside the box because (laughs) there's because i was getting a lot of the same answers where ever Mm -hmm. since i started throwing in the country i get different answers yeah yeah i've gotten like i've gotten a few japans i've gotten a few australia oh yeah uh, even i've even gotten canada uh, lots, lots of different, uh, really? nice. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So just a couple of fun, fun questions. And then, uh, uh, we'll get back to a little bit more serious. Uh, so what would be one thing that people don't know about you just by looking at you? Um, don't know I would 
dog of <laughs> 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 a shih tzu. <laughs> um, I did I did gymnastics growing up. If uh, you know, that's something a background thing. Just yeah, you know, yeah. did a lot of that growing up, and yeah, awesome. stuck with music after that. <laughs> So it's been it's been a music <clears throat> life pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely sticking with that. Yeah, yeah. Um so if uh if you could describe yourself in five words, what would they be? Five descriptive words, uh and not not in sentence form. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> would say artistic um passionate um hmm I li- I'm like a deep thinker so I don't know if that counts as two words <laughs> <So>. <laughs> deep thinker um hmm expressive you know I, I, with my face and everything it's very hard for me to kind of conceal <laughs> how I'm feeling and uh, say goofy because you get a little goofy sometimes. So, <laughs> well, those I would are def- my words. <laughs> I would definitely throw fun in there. You, uh, your personality, speaking with me, and and just your your music as well. Your music videos, mm-hmm. you just seem like a very fun, uh, bubbly person, uh, which is which is great. Thank um, you. <laughs> so if you could eat at one restaurant for the rest of your life where would it be <laughs> oh there's so many good ones um i guess i'll go back to the whole italian thing there's yeah. a really good restaurant uh called goodfellas which has uh really good like oven wood oven pizza and it just tastes so authentic with the the crust and the cheese so I'm a, I'm a big pizza fan, so I would pick them. <laughs> awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Funny thing, actually, about that, uh, we were just looking for somewhere. I think we were looking for somewhere to eat the other night, and Goodfellas was one of the pizza places. Nice. Uh, I'm looking. We're like, we we wanted to, but we stuck inside our bubble and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah yeah i so definitely next time we'll have to we'll have to try uh try good fellas yeah try it awesome i i love i should have been italian myself so <laughs> mm-hmm. um so great food yeah it is it is mm-hmm. italian italian food is just absolutely amazing yep. uh and pizza is like my 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 first food group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. If if you could collaborate with with one artist or band, who would you want to collaborate with for for a single? Uh, I would choose uh, Christina Aguilera. Just because her voice, like, is so rich and just the way she sings and expresses herself is someone that's really, like, inspired me as well. So I feel like just the cool riffs that she adds to a song is just 
so awesome. So she'd be really fun to work with. Awesome. That's mm-hmm. cool. I, I wasn't expecting a Christina Aguilera. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, she used to come out with some new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she's too busy. Is she still, is she still doing the voice? I don't know. They were switching the judges around. I don't think she is. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. it's it's even interesting to see how all that stuff's going about right now and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, do you have a favorite song that you have you have done personally? Well, I feel like with every song that I do, I like improve. So my favorite song would probably be this one that I'm about to release out of nowhere, just because. Um. You know, I, I was I was working with an additional person on the project, and it's just good to have something fresh for that. So I really like the direction that it went. So I would say the the new song coming out. Awesome, my favorite. Uh, I look forward to listening to it for sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already got it pre-saved, ready to go. So awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. This is this is a, a very big subject for me, uh, near to my heart, and I'm a bit a big advocate for it. What are your thoughts on mental health and in the music industry and and in the world in general? Also with COVID nineteen and the pandemic, because I mean that just adds a whole other layer to it mm-hmm. uh, with everybody having to be isolated. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? And do you think that we're, we're in the right steps or do you think that there's more that can be done? Yeah, I definitely think that people need to do extra to take care of themselves, especially looking on social media and you, you can compare where you're at to other people and think, oh, my life isn't as perfect as theirs, even though like with what you share online, you know, everything's always changed and you don't show the whole story. And especially now that you can't really go out and do anything, you may feel, oh, I'm getting behind and look at all these other people. So it's really important to be able to catch yourself doing that and understand, you know, what the truth is and just spend more time with yourself instead of like, being distracted by what's going on around you so it is a very kind of like personal journey to do that and you know just to look out for yourself more right so with your music and uh what you're putting out is there is there something specific that you would want your fans to to take away from it or do you really care what they take from it yeah of course i hope that they can take away that you know just be who you are and be authentic uh one of my other artists that i really looked up to was amy winehouse and she was just very vulnerable and raw in her lyrics and in her her vote her voice so if people can understand like doesn't have to be perfect just as long as it's real and authentic then that's good enough right 
and, and with with that also, since we were just talking about mental health and uh, talking about artists like Amy Winehouse, talking about uh, uh, Chris Cornell, uh, mm-hmm. Chester Bennington, so many so many different uh, Juice World recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on on that part? And like, do you think that they've kind of paved the way, uh, in a sense, to to help the music industry? Yeah, it's put a lot of attention on how people may be overworked and just put on a platform and no one really understands what's going on. So it helps people to really question, you know, what are the inner thoughts of these artists and you know they're real people and you can't just drag them around and say stuff about them online and everything and in the right. news so it did kind of hopefully get people to understand more that you have to step back and you know treat them with respect and all that right and do you mm-hmm. think is, is there is there anything specifically that you do uh to help you stay mentally healthy while while in the music industry yes of course i do um uh, yoga at home just because if you're always working on music it can kind of overwhelm you so you need to be able to have an activity outside of that uh to kind of refresh your mind so i do enjoy doing yoga and painting as well just to kind of allow the mind just to reset and uh just you know, relaxing outside with my dog in the backyard, just getting some fresh air. So those are practices that I really enjoy doing. Awesome. Uh, I had a feeling painting was going to be what I, I don't know why I just felt like mm-hmm. it, it, it's uh, with a lot of musicians, they kind of go hand in hand. I don't know why it just uh, it's interesting to see that that dynamic. Uh, yeah yeah that even even being because music is an art and then you know you throw in painting you throw in other stuff like that uh that's great it's awesome mm-hmm. that you it, it's it's great that you do stuff that separates you from from music because it it can it can be very tiresome and very uh uh stressful and competitive so uh, that's, that's great that you're able to do that after you're single, what's, what's next for you? So after that, I'm going to, uh, possibly do another, um, a single following that. Like I do have a lot of songs kind of lined up in the queue that I want to release. Right. So it would be good to, you know, have another song out before, the year ends and uh, possibly do a music video for that and uh, you know just keep recording songs for the next uh, EP or album that I'm going to release in 2021 so you know just to uh, keep uh, releasing those songs awesome Mm -hmm. where can people find your music and where can they uh, find you on social media yes so I'm all on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
Uh, Instagram is mauve.music and mauve is spelled M-A-U-V-E. So it'd be great to connect with people on there. And um, my, my EP palette is on iTunes and Spotify and all those streaming sites. So that's where you can find my music. So do you just type in mauve for to to get the to find it on spotify or yeah you can uh specify with the songs uh either mauve brand new or mauve must be especially on youtube if if you search mauve there's lots of mauve colors that come up you want to narrow it down (laughs) um if you want to find my music videos on youtube there uh you can look for must be or brand new or close along with mauve and that'll get you there awesome well it's been an absolute pleasure to sit and chat with you i'm glad that you were able to be my first uh my first pop uh artist on the show that's great Uh, that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) i've yet i've yet to actually have uh a country artist but that that'll be my next uh yeah my next thing but uh yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) Anyways, this has been Mauve. I've been Andrew. And go check. Make sure you go check her uh, her music out on, on YouTube and Spotify and all that, all that stuff. You've been listening to Lion's Pit. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Awesome.
Nothing, man. 